think we just have a an open discussion really until i got to to uk i did not know i was black i was i was a person well, of course you are it was just yeah. and i think because i was i was i was young as well because i grew up in an apartheid so yeah. the issue uh the no the notice about no blacks no dogs no whatever or when you went shopping my parents used to go to a special specific window uh and the main door was the only white one and you know opening of doors and standing on the bus stop you know what i mean we were, mm. we were so celebrated but i didn't live in town i was a rural girl so i never saw any of this yeah. and only when i you know can you imagine moving from a rural zimbabwe where you didn't know there was this celebration going on in town yeah and being plunked into sheffield in the middle yeah. of the snow and uh, and then uh, people started saying that i was black you're listening to impactful billionaires the podcast with award-winning social entrepreneur nyasha kuditso do more be the impact a for the now media production it's just a funny concept isn't it it's a social construction depending where you were born where, where where you live and yeah so yeah i would like to talk about that um and that's why i always say i'm why should this be celebrated my blackness be celebrated one month of the year it's ridiculous isn't it, it should be it celebrated really every day <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I do. my, my idea I, I don't have any problem about my identity and uh, then you know then it becomes a political you know what I mean? The whole thing becomes whole politicalized, and that's why we this mess we are in the in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's because you know the system has almost still segregated us, and we yeah. don't want to be segregated but anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so a bit of me uh, really struggles with this whole Black History Month. It also struggles with this Black Lives Matter concept. Um, because um, yes, Black Lives Matters, but why should it? You know, what, what, it's almost as if it's a a campaign, or which is sort of put on on people, and um, without really looking at the political, the implication of it as a as a day. But I don't know how to. I don't really know how to articulate it. Well, you That's are about- articulating it. I mean, we're having a conversation about it now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, I'm white, and I grew up in a in a in a, a mixed background, really, because I grew up in London. Yeah. So you know, I was used to black people, white yes. people, yes. Asian people. Yes. You know. well, because London is, I mean, there's no other country or town in the, in the city in the whole world like London. No. Just incredibly no. diverse. It is incredibly diverse. And I I think, you know, if you think back to, you know, perhaps when I was a kid and there was Brixton riots and all that sort of era where there was still 
a lot of racism. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't racism now. Mm. I think what you're saying is absolutely articulately correct, is that, you know, we're still kind of like segregating ourselves without meaning to, aren't we? Yes, yes. And uh, so, you know, whenever there's a problem, you know me, I'm really quite, uh, I'm very solution-focused person. I am in, and I don't go, you know, I don't have chip on my shoulder and I don't apologize for who I am or, uh, and I don't think I should be discriminated because of who I am either. But I, you know, some people can really play this black card to these limits <laughs> and, uh, and also it can um, paralyze you. you. I mean, for myself, for example, I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm African. So I've got quite a lot of uh, things to, to um to overwhelm myself with and to to really paralyze me so what's the point of me why should i get out of bed because i am gonna be so disadvantaged um but i don't let any of those things uh let me not get up in the morning and uh and it's with sheer determination because i know those things can really crush people those you know having being black being a woman being African, can you just throw your out in the air and say, why should I even try? I'm so disadvantaged without before, even before I walk out of my door. So, um, so it's about how do you use that to your strength as a person? And I really do think it, it really goes back to you being very clear on your identity about who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people really struggle, really struggle. And that's nothing to do with race or uh, the white people who struggle who they are, their identity, and it could also be uh, issues of uh, transgender, sexuality. There's so many, you know, catalog and catalog of how people really struggle with their identity as people, and um, and it's got nothing to do with race. Um, so the for me, I'm always trying to think of a solution about how can we not use this uh, word or, no, no word, who we are, our identity as a, as a weapon to be, dis- whatever, against other people, or as a, we- as a weapon to discriminate other people uh, or disadvantage. Uh, but the, 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 the main thing is that I, I always, you know, sometimes I think, who do I think I am? To try and think of a solution because it's quite, some of it is quite engraved in institutions and in system. So I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But I mean, the fact is that you're speaking out about it and that's what it takes. You know? Yes, yes. It, def- it really takes someone to t- speak up about it. And uh, I, I definitely have always been uh, very vocal about it. And I have challenged uh, uh, racism or any form of uh, anything which is almost really um, something I feel very strongly about, not respecting people's diversity. It yes. just, I feel very, it doesn't matter what it is, what the topic is that day, it could be somebody's um, transgending or someone in transition or their HIV uh, status or their sexuality. I just feel that, um, that it's just we really have to respect people's uh, um, backgrounds 
uh, who, who, who the, people's identities really, how they identify themselves. And people should have that freedom to identify themselves, whatever they feel like identify themselves as. Every child deserves a loving family. And that is why I founded Banya Fostering, an independent provider in 1996. In the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. And uh, the system has got to just, I suppose, move on with the, as, as, as UK in particular becomes more diverse. Um, it has to, you know, sort of move on, move up with the times. But it's very interesting that in the 21st century, we're still having this debate. It is very interesting that we're having yes. this debate. But, you know, you have put the nail on the head. I mean, you know, we were all disgusted. I mean, I was working in the news at the time when, you know, the, the killing of George Floyd um, by the police officer at the time in the States. And that was a real eye opener to mm. how black people have been treated. Mm. Um, and you know if, if we kind of like wind that back in a way although it was a good thing that it opened up the world's eyes mm. you know it's recorded on video mm. it was also you know another excuse wasn't it for like another segregation uh, as you said you know with black lives matter mm. and you know it, it sort of had a little bit of a rumbling effect because mm. then you know, white people, like I was in a situation where someone called me a white supremacist and I've never been a white supremacist in my yeah. whole life. Well, you know, I've, <laughs> I've grown no, up. You know, it's I've very got, good to start putting labels yeah. on people, but that's a terrible thing to put on somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it, it was actually, um, I'll be honest, it was a member of my family. Wow. You know? And, you know, it's because they were so passionate about, you know, Black Lives Matter, which I am as well, because, you know, I liked people to be treated equally. Mm. That, oh, you know, because you've grown up in a sort of different background or whatever, then, you know, you're a white supremacist. And it was just like, well, whoa. Well, where did that come from? Yeah, where did that come from? And that yeah. that's the problem with different groups. And then yeah. it has, you know, not not for me in my situation, it was quite easy because, you know, I just quite calmly said, Well, you are joking, aren't you? Mm. The first yeah. person to talk up about anybody's injustice, you know, it doesn't matter what colour they are, mm. you know, people at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah. you know, there are situations with that whole thing that has caused problems with you know white people thinking oh you know where they're this where that and some people yeah. who are a lot older as well yeah um, you know it's even come down to phrases hasn't it yes mm. and there's yes. people of a certain generation who are used to so i can remember nyasha um, I was actually sat in the a meeting with the Alliance of Cohesion and Racial Equality in Reading. Yeah. And I was talking about, you know, being browned off in media. And then I immediately said, I said, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that. 
Um, but it's not because, you know, that was my intention. And I think that people need to realize that life is about intention, yeah. not about, you know, necessarily you can't put somebody into a bracket just yeah. because they, they've said something that might be a phrase from like years ago without yeah. Yeah. the connotations of that. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Yes. You have to be really on your toes in terms of, you know, political correctness. The other day I was saying, God, I'm going to put my foot in it. Um, you know, with this non-binary and um, my, my um, niece was telling me when she gave birth last year and when the midwives came, they had to ask her, so she said four times she didn't click. They kept on asking, what, what do you want us to refer your child as? And she said she's a girl. And, <laughs> and then she, <laughs> they came back to the same question again. And they said, we, we, you know, you can make a complaint if we, uh, we don't ask, because we might start referring, oh, what a lovely girl, or what, a, what has this girl been doing? You know, well, well they, you know, they come for 14 days. And, but you don't want your child to be referred as, as, a, as a girl. You just want to be, it's referred as a child, not according to their gender. Yeah. And uh, I said, my goodness me, you can easily put your foot in it you can, without even meaning to. And the whole language thing is ongoing changing and about being politically correct. And uh, sometimes, you, you know, as I said, the generational thing. And I, I was quite su surprised and my, you know, my, my niece, she 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 thought she was on top of this <laughs> until, until, the, until she had a baby. And, and, she, and I, she said she really, they asked her several times and she didn't understand what they were in. And she said, I've just told you, oh, she's a girl. <laughs> and, 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 and they said, no, we, we, we need to really be clear what we're going, when we come around, because you can easily, you know, report us to our managers that we're referring to. And I didn't tell you that this child is a girl. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No. Just, okay. you know, just make, you know, you mustn't make assumptions anymore or else you put your foot in it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a very difficult thing there because, you know, I think, are we overly woke? I mean, that is the question, isn't yes. it? Yes, yes. Are we uh, com completely sensitive? uh yes i don't know people people can be can can also be uh quite uh insensitive around mm -hmm. these matters because they, they don't know what to say and then as i said they could also be genuinely not up to date what the political thing to say yeah what is political right and um but i will you i really like your idea of going back to the intention what was behind that? Why was it said or not said? Um, and that's 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 the whole thing. I I I I struggle with the Black History Month being in October. What happened for the rest of the twelve months? You might have all these good intentions, and all it gets focused on the Black History Month. Then what happened in December, January? The intention has got to be for the twelve months, not just for October. Mm. Yeah, it's really definitely. hard to be. The, the intention about how am I um, uh, look, uh, valuing diversity, um, organizations, what are we doing to welcoming people of difference, uh, people, people who are dis disabled people. And uh, for me, valuing diversity is not about color or black and white. There's no, so sir. many other, other, other things out there 
which needs to be valued. Yeah, what, and it, what, people, it, what, bring, what people bring to the to the table. You're absolutely right. It is basically, it should be called Diversity and Inclusion Month and that you yes, should have Black History right. every other month of the year. Yes, really. yes, and yes. it's just, it, it should be because that's what it is all about. It's that's what it's about, about and, um, yeah. and bringing it and just bringing it to the focus and say, look, this is uh, people from different backgrounds and whatever have got a lot to contribute to society. It's, it's all about contribution and not be negated uh, thing or you haven't contributed anything because you're bl black or because you're lesbian or you know what I mean? Um, well, you know, it, it, you, I mean, you, you've hit the nail on the head there as well, because, you know, I mean, I know as a woman that a lot of women that I meet still in this day and age, which really quite surprises me, um, they won't do something because it's not their place. Yes. Oh and it's just like, what, what What? do you mean it's not your place? Yes, I know. <laughs> it's so surprising. And um, uh, yes, it's just, yeah. I, I just feel extremely privileged that I was brought up by a mother who was brought up as a boy. So the whole gender thing was never in our family. The boys do this and girls do that because of my mother. And my, my father was supposed to be a girl. So it was very interesting, very feminine for a man. I used to cry his heart out. And um, and my mom was much more, I think actually much more masculine than my, my father. Um, in that she, you know, there was never any task in the house or outside the house, which she, she, which she wouldn't do uh, or couldn't do. And she, she was much more practical. You know, my mom would fix the plug and, whatever else, she'll find a way of repairing something. My dad would say, call somebody. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> even put, a, put up a shelf. It, it, it just was <laughs> completely out of, uh, you know, those just, you know, gender roles. With, um, mm -hmm. So I just feel from from that inwards, I've just, well, yeah, it is absolutely, um, yeah. And I really struggle. I don't know whether sympathy, empath empathize really, with uh, women who, who, when they come to me, so I can't do that. I'll wait for my husband to do it. It's not my role, it's not my job. Oh, I leave that to my husband. I said, I don't have a husband <laughs> to leave that to. <laughs> so I've got to get on with it. <laughs> me too, me too. There's nothing I can't do. Well, there's nothing I can't do. I, I, I haven't mastered the plumbing yet, but. <laughs> no, no, no. But I know how, it, it doesn't throw me off. I can, and I know who to call if I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a man to call that person uh, either. So yeah, it's uh, uh, but it's uh, going back to the solution about you know the issue about you know why are we still talking about this? Why are we? Uh, you know, the last few years, few years, I've been really concerned that if it feels as if some if some of the things happening in the um news or whatever it almost feels as if we're going back so maybe it is worth to remain on the on the agenda on the debating you know you know things like sexism and recently there have been all this stuff about abortion in america and i'm thinking god where are we going back to the 1950s or something when we were talking about a woman's right to having an abortion and you know what i mean sometimes we, we feel we've gone right, right. Yeah, yeah we've gone you know two step forward 
and you, you're thinking, oh, this is where we are. And then it takes something like that for you to say, oh, my God, we're going really backwards. Social Enterprise Success Conference is a non-profit event that celebrates and connects social enterprises with a view to replicating them globally. We offer mentoring and coaching to aspiring change makers and leaders to grow their social enterprise ideas. We create networking opportunities to connect with supporters of social and conscious enterprise. Do more, be the impact. So I suppose the issue of race and sexism and inclusion should always be on the agenda, both on people's minds or within the system because it's got a habit of coming back, sort of history remain uh, repeating itself. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it does also, there is the, the situation, whereas if you look at, you know, I don't want to say too much as far as religion is concerned, but, you know, yeah. if you go back to the Church of England, for example, yes. run by men. Yes. You know, you think back to the whatever century it was when that there was a witch hunt over women. Yeah. Over, over women, yes. You know, yeah. so it, yeah. it it's almost yeah. like a, a control thing. Yeah. You know, with certain people, you know, in this case, it's almost like you know, male. You know, it was a man who made that decision about yeah. women's yeah. abortions in yeah. America. Yeah. Now I know. And you know the whole me me too movement and all those campaigns is mm. you know it just feels good. I mean, I don't know whether because it, social media just makes more, us more aware. And I'm just thinking, that, goodness me, how can those things still happen today? It just it just feels as if we're going backward. But maybe we're just becoming more sensitive to it. It's more in our face. Everyone is talking about. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, yeah. I don't know, but you're right. I think we need to be aware of, of segregating ourselves. Yes, this yes. Is what happens, you mm -hmm. know, that mm -hmm. we do yeah. end up, you know, I mean, yeah, with a lot of companies right now, diversity and inclusion, you know, is something that is, you know, there's a big section of, you know, all the large companies. Um, and the thing is, is that they're always saying, oh, yeah, you have to be non-biased and all this yeah. thing, or if you see any sort of, you know, um, biased behaviour, then, you know, you should report it and things yeah. like that. But, yeah. I mean, I think this is also very slightly dangerous, isn't it? Mm. Yes, because there's also a culture of false allegations and and it can really destroy somebody's life to yeah. falsely accuse them of something they didn't do and uh, or they don't even believe in themselves so it's a really a, a balance of protecting uh, people but also uh, the uh, um, they need to be pro both sides need to be protected mm. in, in terms of human rights i don't know uh, whether it does come down to human rights uh, you mustn't be discriminated against because of your color or your disability whatever it is yeah. uh, your difficulties are but at the same time, you you um, people mustn't make a, a false allegation about you. Uh, so how do you balance that? And how do you, um, yeah, I suppose, talk about it without necessarily accusing anyone of anything, 
Yeah, and I mean, the, the thing is, is that we all make mistakes, don't we? Yeah. You know, we all do. As I said yeah. to you, you know, I was in a, a middle of a meeting and I said, you know, use the term browned off I and mean, then it never yeah. even occurred to me until after I said it. Yeah. Thought, oh my goodness, what have I said? You know, yeah. Yeah. there's so many situations like that, especially yeah. in the older generation as well, because, you yeah. know, life was yeah. about saying all sorts of different phrases that yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure they really know what it well it meant actually like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. um yeah. I, I, I don't know but it it is uh an ongoing conversation and I think you know you're very right to 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 bring it up and mm. you know, perhaps this whole conversation that we're having now should be called not black history month yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the alternative <laughs> to not to black history month. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, yes, because uh, I I think it can be quite fake. It can be imposed on people, uh, and uh, it it, uh, it it might not be coming from uh, it's you know about how they want to be seen. It's almost like a tick box. We've done you know October Black History Month. We had an event. We had somebody come and talk to us about equality, whatever the the corporates do do, and that's it. Then and back to normal <laughs> next week, mm. and and that's what I'm saying that we need. It needs to be deeper than just October. It needs to be all the time, and people thinking about people's contributions, despite their in irrespective of their issues, whatever race, diversity, their coming mm. background, they're coming from. It should always because I think it's always there in the workplace in the society. It's always there. Um, yeah, well, it is, yeah. isn't it? So I mean, it's not, it's not a monthly thing, one-off month thing. Um, what happens? We need to look at. Um, um, for me, we need to look at the causes. Why do people discriminate each other? Uh, why do they feel they need to discriminate? Why do systems? Um, but you know, systems and organizations, they're made of human beings. They're, they're not made of uh, steel. So it is human beings in those organizations. What do they need to do to confront this discrimination of whatever they're discriminating people about or excluding people? But then, then, then they're not on the table. Why are they not on the table? Whether they're women, whether they're lesbian or black, whatever. Uh, why are they not on the table? Why are they not at the top? You know, you know, we've looked at the FTSE, for example, uh, who, you know, the top 100 companies, the three women, you know, all these things. We need to look at why. What makes, what, what, why are we in this situation? Where's the population? I, do, I think they did say 60% of the population is actually women. So these boards should have 60% women, <laughs> not, yeah. not one. <laughs> No, no, you're right. You're right. Yes. You're quite right. So yeah. it's, also, it's, the, it's the root causes and not putting you know, a, a sellotape or a sticker on it uh, once mm. a month. And um, and then how do we move on? How do we um, change? And I think the most, the whole thing around, for me, the main cause of discriminating of anyone is fear. Is born out of fear yeah. because you don't know, yeah. and um, uh, then you, you, you just fear can just really paralyze people because they're not they don't want to change their way of thinking, or 
because someone coming from a different background, a woman on the board might look at it from a woman's point of view, and that's too difficult. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why yes. should we look at it from, from that point of view? So it's really, I think all of it, from what I've got to understand, every one of them, it doesn't matter what discrimination it is, it's all about fear, not knowing. Every child deserves a loving family. And that is why I founded Banya Fostering, an independent provider in 1996. In the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. Instead of saying, well, let me get to understand why they're trying to say it that way because of their background or where they're coming, a perspective, a different perspective, that it is too, too painful and too, too upsetting. Why should I? I? I don't want to move out of my comfort zone. I should just continue as normal. There was nothing wrong with the system until you came along and you started telling me maybe we should think about this in a different way or maybe we should treat people differently. And it's just too much hard work, and I don't want to change. We're so ingrained in a, and change is very petrifying. Why should you change something? We've always done these things this way. Why should you, why should I accommodate you? Why should I change my thinking because I can accommodate you? Why? When I well, do you know what though, Nayasha? You are somebody that has actually changed people's way of thinking. Yeah, just being yeah. you. No, I definitely know that it's possible. Mm. That's, that's, it definitely is possible. Or else I would never get out of my bed. Because my whole ethos of being is that you need to change people's lives. Uh, mm. Whatever. little. The, but sometimes I get overwhelmed thinking, who do I think I am? <laughs> but at the same time, you know, a, a small pebble in the, in the ocean can make quite a lot of waves. So that's what that's how I see myself. I'm a small individual, but I have got the power to make a few waves or for people to to stop and think and say, why should it be done like that? Maybe she has a point and changing the way people think or the way people treat people. For me, it's about treating people as if you like to be treated and it doesn't matter who they are. No. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter who they are. And, yeah. you know, if we all did that, you're right, instead of spending the rest of the time saying sometimes, you know, it's the case of, oh, poor me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. not thinking about the other person or they might have had a bad day. Yeah, you know? might have had a bad day. Yeah, walk up the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. We all have those days, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's just really it's about intention and yeah. it's so you know about embracing everybody for who they are yes yes mm. absolutely and i think human beings naturally they are quite embracing and life is always full of up and downs so i don't see why this should be a particular you know what i mean mm. well i think we we are especially women we're much more collaborators we want to to, we like we want to be liked we want to we're so we want to be we're social animals and we were social creatures and um so why not um um have this social um 
whatever be whatever enriched by diversity yeah it's yeah, a, diversity is about enriching it's not about taking away no yes no exactly and yeah. it, you know because it, it it broadens your life experience i know and think wow i never knew that <laughs> yeah but, you know you and i aren't overly woke yes just, you know we're in touch with the world that we live in yes the real life and yeah. um and also we are um we're open and flexible and you know we 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 are socialized. I think that's the right word. Um, and um, for me, I've traveled around the world. There's not there's yeah. no country I've not been to, or um, or continent I haven't been to. And yeah. so it's, it's just, you you've got to be very open, and um, and remain open to learning. That's another thing, because for me, when when I'm in fear or something someone says um something which i think is ignorant i'm always say are they open to learning can they learn something different can they learn to appreciate someone else's difference um can they especially religion and i've, I've had to do this all my the last 30 years i've been working with ch children in the care system they're coming from different backgrounds so with our carers we always you know valuing diversity is top on our agenda and some people try and hide behind their religion that oh i can't look after a child who is um muslim because i'm christian and i say well, where does it say in in your christian bible that you can't look after another child so then i then look at it a bit bit further what does your Bible say? What you know about helping others, and that's the reason why they would have come forward to become a foster carer, for example. And then when we look at it, I start looking: Are they able to learn? Are they able to appreciate other people's religion, uh, other people's um, or other people not having a religion? You know, there's some people born again Christians. Sometimes they really can't believe someone doesn't have a religion. Yeah, the, the idea of it is just so strange to them, mm. and so it's about training them and getting to understanding. But if they're not prepared to learn or tra be trained, then we really need to draw a line, because um, as I said, anything in any organization I am involved in, I'm not. I will not tolerate indifferences around diversity. I find it completely unacceptable that someone cannot mm. respect someone else's religion. It's just is um, it's not something I I personally can work with. Uh, because no, I agree with you. Though yeah, I agree with it, you. Yeah, 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 it's just it's just something. I I just and uh, so it's about um, if you've got fear for me and ignorant. Are you able? Are you teachable? Are you able? Are you open-minded enough? flexible enough to learn differently uh, or to learn something you don't know about yeah. um, and uh, to support the person to go to a mosque or that person to go to a church and you you, you are not you don't even believe in God but mm -hmm. you've got a child who, who needs to go to church you are you able to do that and yeah. that is about respecting that person's religion and say I'm not one but I'll take them to church if they want to 
Yeah. And it's a very big, uh, especially around religion, it's a very, very difficult thing. Religion, but, yeah. But, I mean, it but is. As you, if mm. you look at the world over, the whole wars and wars and whatever else have happened under the name of religion, isn't it? Um, oh, gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that, whole, uh, you know, uh, that, yeah. that is. But that's not religion, really. Like, so that's yeah. extremism, isn't it? Yes, that's just it's, yeah. just, it's just one thing after another. And you, you um, yeah, and it's, you know, this this one doesn't believe in that one. And before you know it, there's a war. And yeah. um, if you look at the whole um, empire building, it was all under Christianity behind, you know, the missionaries came to Africa with the Bible as the for, forefront weapon. Yeah. But, and it was all under religion. And if you look at, you know, if you look at all of it, you just say, goodness me, what has been the world been caused by religion? Well, this is it, you know, I mean, you could say that definitely about, you know, I mean, the British Empire is, yes, is but it was all, it I was mean, all about we, we invaded. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, I, as far as I know my ancestors, because I haven't, you know, gone back that far in terms of history. I mean, I could come from Africa. You don't know. No, you know, the no. Century ago. But, um, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, as far as my sort of, you know, um, what's the word? Um, just recent um ancestors are concerned that you know there was um you know, the, the fact that they just went into different countries and but invaded them and yeah. said well you know this is this is how you've got to live because we're yeah. civilized you're not yes 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 and who defines yeah. civilization absolutely yeah. yes you know and um and i think this whole thing of the black history month the black Life matters really goes back to that where uh people feel that they were put upon and this is you know what whatever you are even being black is not good <laughs> not yeah, yeah. It's so silly, and how, how, how can you how can how can there be a situation yeah. as i said when i was a child i didn't know i was black i thought i was a person it's so only when i found myself living in uk that when i realized that I am different. I'm black, but because when I was growing up, I was surrounded by people who looked like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, the thing is, is that we do look at, like each other. <laughs> yes. you know, we've all got eyes and yes. nose. Yes. And, 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 and it's ridiculous. And when you're a child, you, honestly, and if you see children in, you know, young people, they're very interesting. You know, we should learn a lot from children. You mm. know, in the playground. You know, I, I definitely, definitely do not see think they see any blackness or whiteness or blackness. No. Just, when we become adults, we become we we just I don't know. We just come. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that. that as I, said, become, you know, I feel very, very fortunate in a way that I grew up in London. Yes. Yes, because, you know, I didn't know any different. Yes, you know, yes. really, until yes. you know, obviously, I was old enough to appreciate that you yes. know there were people that were racist and yes, yeah, you know, yes. Um, yeah, and as I said, London is a unique city. 
And you know, mm -hmm. schools, I can't remember one of the schools in Lambeth, they had something like 55 languages in one school, in, in, one, mm -hmm. in one school. Yeah. And I think, what a huge resource, wonderful. One, Absolutely. You can have a conversation yeah. with anyone across the world. Yeah, but, yeah. So, yeah. It was just yeah. unbody's got yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. The more yeah. we have it, the more yeah. we realise how ridiculous yeah. we're being about certain things as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You can't put people into boxes because people yes. are box